0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the MV Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening through the course of these last few weeks and subscribing on iTunes. We're so thankful for all the amazing feedback that we've been getting. It is a cold, snowy night here at the MV Loft in Montreal, and it's Trans Week, which I'm so excited about, and I am joined by four incredible guests this evening. Um, So how about... We start with each of you just introducing yourselves and where you're from.
1: So, I'm Sasha Dasad. I'm from London originally, but I've been living in Asia for the last seven years. So, like, a lot of the content I've posted online has been, uh, like, just in random places, like, I mean, like villas in Bali or just like I don't know like tatami mats in Japan and stuff so, it's, so jet set yeah. you're just a citizen of the world yeah, but totally. it means I'm always like tired because my sleep schedule constantly changes so like yeah I woke up like 30 minutes ago
0: yeah I am just yeah but it sounds like you're living a pretty fabulous life so
2: I'm gonna sound so boring now <laughs> I'm, I'm Mia Mafia and I'm from the UK <laughs> that's my story that's and
3: Hi, I'm Kristen Craves, and I'm from California, oh.
4: Upland, yay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Courtney Demilune. I'm from Vancouver, but I just moved here to Montreal. Yes,
0: sweet. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Trana, your host for the night. Um, I'm flying solo tonight. My co-host Bunty will be back next week. Um, so you're all here at the MV Loft in Montreal. Did you all know each other before arriving here? Had you heard like, about each other? Like, you e- at least, right? I told the line yeah. that mm-hmm.
4: Sasha and I have been talking online for a really long time. Yeah, like yeah, Since like before, before we even stuff, started yeah. doing any of this stuff. So, And
0: yeah. what has the vibe been like so far?
2: Really fun. We've all done really well.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm feeling the chemistry between <laughs> the four of you. they great like, girls. It seems like you're having they're a good time together. Sisterhood, right? I'm yes. so sad for them to leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's she's Can been we just stay here and live here
4: forever this weekend? Yeah.
0: Um, so let's start with how you each started in the industry, how you found your way to many vids um you wanna start
1: uh, sure, like uh many vids is basically like the first sex work thing I did, so I did like maybe a month of caring beforehand, but um, yeah, I just realized it was just like a much better way to have like a passive income, so I wouldn't have to constantly be like on top of my like schedule or like carrying game or whatever it was like it got a lot more relaxed when I realized I could just have this other money coming in just from like clips uh, all the time. So, Sweet. Yeah. Um,
2: so I got into sex work when I was quite young. I was a teenager. Um, like I didn't have like a bad upbringing or anything. Right. I had really good upbringing, good area. But I just wanted to be a prostitute when I grew up. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what appealed to me, honestly. Like sexual. <laughs> yeah, babes. <laughs> like sexuality has always been such an important characteristic to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that my job now like entails being sexist, it's worked out perfect. I think
0: that's so refreshing to yeah. hear because I think that there's often this misconception that Sex workers come from a difficult upbringing, and we've all heard that narrative, which is obviously valid in the case for many people. But I think it's really great to I'm hear you just a, say a that. Happy yeah, who's <laughs> <It's amazing. laughs> getting paid for it? <laughs> was there was there someone when you were a kid and you sort of already had this idea in your head? Was there someone that you were looking up to? Was there an inspiration? So I mean, um,
2: one of the first. Women that I like idolized was Pamela Anderson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, classic. Yeah, of course. And then, um, when I was a little bit older, I got into wrestling like WWE, right. WA. There was a wrestler called Trish Stratus, she's like this amazing blonde goddess with big, massive titties. <laughs> <laughs> <She didn't laughs> yeah. Team Canada, <laughs> <laughs> um, she used to walk around in tiny little batty riders, and that's what I wanted to be. Yeah, I, I fell in that. love. Yeah, oh, I love that.
3: Mm-hmm. And Kristen? Well, I lived so many lives already. I'm on my ninth life. My <laughs> cat. And so I thought, you know, my line, my ninth life, I should be a porn star, <laughs> a sex worker. No, and do you been.
0: want to share what a couple of the previous lives were? <laughs>
3: oh my gosh. So secretive. Oh, well, I mean, I have children and I have eight grandchildren. Wow. Yes. So I've. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I'm a gill. That's amazing. Okay. I feel like you're
0: very mysterious. I I feel like we're going to get to know you. I'm trying to
3: write a book, and it'll come out. You know. Are you really trying trying to to write everything out? (laughs) Are you really writing, working on a book? Well, there's certain people that want to. Okay, that's great. Because my life is pretty interesting. And then sell that
0: book, make a movie. movie. Yeah. And then make a porn parody. (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. That would be awesome.
3: That would be like the. Perfect thing, but you know.
0: And Courtney, what about you?
4: I got into sex work because um, prior to transition, I was like really in denial about being a girl uh, to the point where I really just kind of modeled myself after boys I wanted to date and mm-hmm. dated girls who I wanted to be. Right. And so I dated a lot of sex workers, like a <laughs> lot of strippers. Um, and when I did transition, uh, I was seeing one of said strippers. Uh, and she was camming at the time, so I started camming with her. Um, and then as I transitioned, at first things were fine at my job. Um, I worked as a design and marketing lead for a web app company. Uh, and things were fine at first, everybody seemed fine, but the more girly that I got, the more feminine that I got, people started kind of, I had a lot of people worked under me. I was the Mm -hmm. youngest person in the company. Uh, and I hired a lot of forty-year-old dudes, and they did not want to hear anything from a young girl. Right. Um, and so at that point, I was like, "Fuck! I'm having a lot of fun doing sex yeah. work. I'm making almost the same amount of money. May as well just put, make it full time." So, yay!
0: So you mentioned that for a long time you were in denial mm-hmm. um, about your identity and being a girl. What was the turning point for you where you felt like I can't ignore this anymore? Like I just I have to live this truth.
4: Yeah, so I um, told, I remember, I don't remember exactly what the turning point was, just general frustrations. actually I think it was just like an over reliance on porn I was watching so (laughs) much porn thinking myself as the girls in this and going on adult chat rooms and just coming up with the filthiest shit with just random strangers
0: right and pretending well not pretending but But, like but expressing your female self with these online guys
4: yeah and it just reached a point where I was like receding into that space for like not even lying like 22 hours straight of Mm -hmm. just like sitting in these chat rooms edging to porn just like it was bad right and so I came up to my partner at the time and she was a horrible fucking cunt about it <laughs> um, and was like trying to tell me that it would be disgusting and that no one had ever loved me and all these sorts of things went back in the closet a few months and then I went to go see that I was still dating that same girl and I went to go see her dance at the strip club. And I remember it was just a fun night, like it was a vibe where everything was a lot of fun, all the girls were clearly having a lot of fun together, and I just had this moment where I was like, I don't want to bang these girls, I want to be these girls. Right. And it just became very clear, and I like dumped that bitch the next day, Mm -hmm. and was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna go with this, and was on hormones a few months later.
0: Wow. Yeah. And Sasha, for you, what was your sort of... I don't want to use the word journey because that's so corny (laughs) and, and limiting, but, but for you, was it always clear? Was there a struggle? What was, what was, what's your story?
1: Uh, well, like the area I grew up in is like very conservative and like, um, very homophobic. So it was something that like, I could like barely be out as bisexual, you know? So it Mm -hmm. wasn't really something I could like pursue safely, um, at my school. Um, so I had to wait till I graduated, and then that's when I like slowly started the process of like uh, seeing doctors and getting hormones. Um, I moved to Hong Kong like as soon as I graduated school, though. So uh, it was like a little bit slower than it might have been in the UK. Like it right. was definitely a safer place. Like Hong Kong is a very safe country, but it doesn't really have like the infrastructure set up for like right. trans people. So um, so yeah, it took like a few years to get the whole thing going. Like looking back, I should have just like self medicated and been done with it. But like yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it was, like, it was a safe experience, but also just, like, kind of, like, a slow and frustrating one. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounds like, I'm, at least what I'm
1: gathering from your vibe and, and your story is that
0: you seem like someone who really took control. Like, I mean, as soon as you were, you graduated, to have that belief in yourself to just move and know what's right I mean, for honestly, you? Honestly,
1: it was just fear, though, because, like, so um, the area I grew up in uh, was Ilford in London, and it's just, like, oh. so, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, just <this>, like... <laughs> So, like, uh, anti anyone who's like trans or gay or right. lesbian or whatever. So, um, yeah, I just knew I couldn't transition like safely, like, literally, just wouldn't have been like an option there. Like, right. I didn't know any uh, out gay people or trans people in that area. Mm-hmm.
0: So, but I think sometimes, you know, for people who are in those situations or in those kinds of places, sometimes it's Maybe not easier, but sometimes it seems like the option is just to go along with it, pretend to be someone that you're not and just sort of suffer in silence. But mm. I think it's pretty amazing that you, you did what you had to do and got yourself to a place where you knew that you could express yourself. So that's okay, a nice way of looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> and Mia, your sort of... My story. Your story.
2: Okay. So, I mean, my earliest memories are of me being a child and going to bed... Wishing and praying to God that I'd wake up as a girl. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: I think that's <laughs> it's all of that. I think yeah. we all shared that dream yeah. for sure.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I had like two aunties who were only like five years older than me, so we was close growing up. And like, they used to have the Barbie bag. They used to dress me up in the girls' clothes and stuff. Um, but then I think I got a bit older, and I was sort of, I was made to feel like it was an embarrassing thing. Yeah. to... I used to put my pajama bottoms on top of my head, and that was my long hair. Same, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, sort of made me feel that you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. You're a little boy, you shouldn't do that. So, um, I lived mm. up in most of my teen years, and that I came out to my friends when I was like 13 as bisexual. Mm-hmm. Then a bit later, I came out as gay. Then um, I moved to a place called Blackpool in the UK. And they had, like, um, a drag cabaret bar. And the bar staff did drag, and they were called bar trainers. Mm-hmm. So I saw these girls, and I was like, wow, yeah. I want to be one of you. Right. So I got a job at this bar, and then started doing drag on an evening. Realised that's how I felt comfortable, that's what right. I was meant to be. So I mean, it just slowly turned into full-time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the rest is history, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And Kristen? Oh my god, We know you've got a time. story. We <laughs> don't have enough time. Well you can give us you can give us the the abridged version. Or what was what was the biggest challenge that you had to overcome, you know, in your in your youth, in your teenage years.
3: My teenage years, just getting beat up every day. So. <laughs> Being called a faggot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's but like this I This was in I, California? Yes. And there was no it was closet. That's right. all we knew. <laughs> there was no ask, no, don't tell. There was just don't tell. Right. You know, and yeah, I used to get beat up all the time and I tried to be tough and it was difficult. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, even, no matter how hard I tried, it still wasn't. And you know, I was. What do you <gasps> wish, if you could
0: say something to your 16 year old son? Oh, man. <laughs> what would you say? Be
3: patient yeah you know, it's gonna be okay mm-hmm. one day and
4: you're just, gonna be hot and get a lot of yeah. 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 <laughs> or just start now no, yeah. yeah just do, oh it, now. God, just do no. it now No, Fuck.
3: but you know and dancing and DJing and stuff is what saved my life actually mm-hmm. and and once I did that then I didn't you know instead of them saying hey faggot they say hey where's the party at and, right and that's what you know and then I still stayed closeted right you know cuz it wasn't a cool until I was older, right. you know, and started getting more acceptive. So I was always in the closet. I would be what they wanted me to be in society. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I used to sneak off and do what I needed to do. Yeah. You know, and that's how it was, yeah. you know. And as I got older, I got more creative on how to get it. Yeah. And, and do you think that, that we've come a long way? Do you feel... Totally, okay. I mean, jeez. It's like, Wow. You guys have it made now. You guys are so young and... Yeah, we're rich as spoiled say, little cats. Yeah. You <laughs> are! You yeah. must have had such like, a different experience to Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm amazed even now, like, seeing kids that are preteens. Yeah. And yes, they're able... That's weird. They're <laughs> able to identify how they feel, express that, and so they can, you know, get on hormone blockers or whatever it is that, that might make things easier for them down the right. line. Where for a lot of us, even for those of us who, like, aren't that old yet, it's this crazy difference. Because even when I was a kid, I didn't have any trans examples. Right. So I didn't, I didn't have someone that I could look at and see myself in and be like, okay, that's what it is.
2: Yes, exactly. When I was growing up, I think the only transsexuals I knew of were, like, jokes in films yeah yeah. yeah like mrs Man, Ventura, and stuff like that yeah like it was like a real thing yeah yeah. Sense, you know yeah. yeah i agree
0: i think for so long the only depiction that we had was being the butt of the joke yeah yeah still was, is yeah. actually and it, yeah unfortunately
3: yeah, i see a lot of tv shows with you know punchlines of trans and
4: yeah. It's it's like, getting
1: better. I think it was Legit. actually like porn stars that like were the first example for me of like possible trans girls. Like I remember like seeing Serena Valentina when I was like seventeen and being like, Wow oh, shit, this is actually a thing that you right. can be. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
4: I totally was <gasps> in this place where I
1: had heard of trans
4: people but it didn't feel like a real thing that somebody mm-hmm. could do. Um and then It wasn't, and then for like two years, I was like in this place where I was like, I know that I'm trans, and if I was 12 again, I would transition, but I'm not sure if I'm going to at this place. Um, And it wasn't until listening to Bailey J's podcast, or one of them, she has like a fucking thousand, (laughs) um, the Sugar and Spice podcast with Jen Richards, where it was like two super funny, clearly super happy, super successful, super fucking hot trans girls just (laughs) hanging out, being hilarious. And, like, not just, I don't know, not just these tragic kind of caricatures. Right. Um, Because that,
0: I mean, there is the butt of the joke sort of depiction, but then I think you're right. There is this sort of narrative that we're always shown about the the sob story, you know? Mm -hmm. And not to take away anything from the challenge. We all know it's hard, but when that's all we see that's often what we hold on to and start to believe that that's all that we can really be is just sort of like tragic figures. Yeah. But mm-hmm. no, there is a way to... who to thank? Yeah. <laughs> your girl can be happy. <laughs> do you all, do I you think... feel, do you each feel happy with where you're yes. at in your lives
1: right now? So happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a lot different to like two years ago, like three yeah. years ago. Yeah. I wish yeah. I
3: had more time, but yeah, I'm grateful.
0: You have so much more time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you're on your ninth life yet. I think you're more, you know, you've, you've got... Okay, seven. You're yeah, okay.
4: Gen- genuinely the hottest grandma I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my God. I tried. Well, it is well, quite shocking. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, You like blew all our minds when you told us. Oh, yeah.
4: yeah. I well, you just kept mind. on going with the conversation and we were still like three sentences behind. Like, what?
3: I blow their minds and then I blow them.
0: <laughs> um. So... For each of you, what is your sort of definition or idea of femininity? Because you each clearly Point have an it. aesthetic that, that you're cultivating for yourselves and, and expressing. So what does so it like mean to So like a subjective
4: one, not like something that we're casting
2: upon. Yeah, no, what does it femininity? mean to you? Like oh, okay. sort
0: of like to be female, to be feminine.
2: For me... I wanna feel ultra sexy. Yeah. I want the curves, I want the long hair, I want the lots of makeup, lots of eyelashes. I'm not saying no. that that if you don't have that. But I'm, for me, yes, that's, for you. Yeah, that's how I feel. That let like, my long nails, you know. I like right. to be a super extra girl. I wanna be better than a real girl. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> I think we all appreciate it
3: more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think like since we didn't get the chance to like be like this when we were younger as well, it's definitely like a thing where like, we're, I don't know, we, we enjoy it more than people have, like, had yes. the opportunity to dress up and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, as kids, like, we're kind of, like, living our childhoods now. Yeah. So it's like yeah. we're catching up yeah. <laughs> in,
3: in a little space. So,
0: yeah, there's definitely that enjoyment of, like, tapping into this yes. feminine mm-hmm. energy and being able to express it out loud. But at a certain point, especially for each of you, because you're making a living off of your image and how you're presenting yourself and we all know for everyone cis women included the makeup the hair the maintenance it's all a lot of work yes is there a point Was where it? it kind of stopped being fun or is it still fun for you
4: fun still fun for me <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm sensing some hesitation yeah. I'm
0: with you on the, I'm like I'm fed up now like when I have to like yeah, do my makeup certain.
2: like if I'm not being paid to be sexy now. Oh, yeah. I like to sit at home with my hair like in a pineapple on top of my head and just slobbing out. Right. But I do think that is because it's a work thing now. Yeah. If I wasn't doing it every day, then it probably still would be fun. Right. Um. But yeah, I just like to be a slob. I love being yeah. okay. ugly. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Unless I'm getting paid or if he next
2: has neck tattoos.
4: Like
3: yeah. I'm not gonna dress yeah. <laughs> I just love being. <laughs> you do so for no, I, you. it's Still I fun process. I mean, I wore makeup through high school, so
0: right. You know, and I Sasha, for you, it. is, it's still fun.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still just learning stuff. Honestly, like right. I'm still like improving my like makeup and mm-hmm. like learning stuff. I mean, my hair's like wrecked right now, but like learning stuff out here. And like, I think it looks great. I mean, Thanks, the- like, <laughs> frazzled, but
0: yeah. Um, do you have, do you each have a ritual in, when you're getting ready? Like, do you, is there like a certain, certain music that you listen Pandora, to? Is there like a ritual involved for you?
4: Cardi. <laughs> Cardi? Yeah, Cardi oh, yeah. all day, every day.
2: <laughs> um, it's, it's a long process. I don't look like this when I wake up. <laughs> well, no one does. This I once, so listen, I once, girl. I once, I once slept with a guy and he stopped up for the night. And when we woke up in the morning, he went to go move his car, and he sent me a text saying, "Can you put some makeup on by the time <gasps> oh I get back?" God. I'm I know, whoa. like this is a few years ago, right? Whoa. Obviously, then I was like, "Yeah, sure, okay." Now I'd be like, "Go fuck yourself, obviously." <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, you got you got to do it, right? Yeah. When
4: I get good dick, I'm still not taking off my makeup when I go to bed. I know it's like fucking awful, but like I'm still sleep with it on. With the, yeah, I've gotten really good at sleeping in like one very position, <laughs> just so it doesn't move at all.
0: Um, But I'm I'm glad you brought that up, though, because I feel like, I don't know, sometimes personally, I don't know if you all feel the same way, but sometimes I feel like I start to feel like a bit of a prisoner of this image, you know, because you look a certain way that you don't look up, you don't wake up looking like. It's an image that you sort of create and there's time involved and makeup and all of that. And I feel like sometimes just like self-conscious when I'm seen outside of that. Because I think sometimes people start to look at you differently, even though we all know we're the same, regardless of what makeup we're wearing or how our hair looks. We're the same person. But do you ever start to feel like you have to uphold this image? Does it ever start to feel sort of stifling for you?
1: Like personally, like uh, it was like maybe like two or three years into transition before I actually like rent out without makeup like for the first time. So like mm-hmm. yeah, definitely it was like. Yeah. If I just wanted to like go to the corner shop, it was like, oh fuck, now I have to spend like an hour getting ready, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And would you do that? So like
0: there was a time where even if you just had to go to the corner store, get your groceries, you would get done up?
1: Like so scared of being clocked that, or like being like read as trans by like anyone that, yeah, I just like put a ton of makeup on for like any outing, Mm -hmm. so yeah.
4: You have more ambition than me. I just sit home and (laughs) starve. Yeah, I mean I've done that as well. I
0: just don't give a damn anymore. I just go. You just do when you I think you get to know. that
2: point, don't you, where you're so comfortably... Like, I can go out with no makeup on now. Right. Yeah. And I don't... Because I don't care about what people think about me anymore. Right. A yeah. couple of years ago, it's a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. But when, I think the further you get on in your transition, the more confident and comfortable you are in yourself. Right.
3: Once you own it... Yeah. That's when everything starts to change. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you all feel like you're at that point? Or is it still something that, that you're working on?
1: But, like, for me, it's still, like, new to go out without makeup. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've only been doing it for, like, maybe six months. So, like, uh, yeah, it's, like, something I'm doing. But definitely still, like, um, I feel, like, more confident if I've got makeup on and that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
4: Eyelash extensions helped me a ton. Just having them, like, being ready to go. Like, you just feel woken up and you have at least something done. Mm -hmm. Especially if I have my nails done, too. My nails are awful right now. But... High (laughs) Hands. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, But it just feels like you have those two little things done up. And so you can go out and feel at least somewhat better. Right. Surgeries Um,
3: help.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It does
0: help. And do you find that that experience of like having to uphold
1: an image in your particular industry makes it that much more intense? Yes. Yeah, like I sometimes get messages when I've just been out like some random place, like even like in other countries, and it's just like or I saw you at like this bar or whatever. So like, even if like no one's saying anything like in person, you're always kind of wondering if like someone's recognised you. So. Right. The time. Yeah. yeah. I was
2: at the gym the other day and I got a message on it like a find a fuck site saying you looked great or something, and that's really nice. But when I'm in the gym, I don't want to have to worry about looking yeah. hot. Like right. I just want to sweat. Happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So like, yeah. I depend
4: on whether I'm putting makeup on by based on like the daddy potential of wherever I'm going. So if there's yeah. gonna be like money involved yeah. in yeah. any way, That's I'm looking too. great. Yeah, I have an uncle who's super wealthy in Montreal here. Throws a lot of like classical music events, and every time he invents me out, I get dressed up so nice because like daddy could be there.
3: Daddy will be there.
2: Daddy will Plus be there. Wait the next one. Right. Plus three to the next event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all want that is. Word. We'll, we'll fly in. <laughs> yeah.
0: So on that note, are you what's the relationship statuses here? Single, taken? What's the yeah, situation?
1: I'm well, like I'm engaged to the person who like films most of my content. So okay. like she has her own persona, like Mister Mama. Um yeah, so we like work together, we like travel together, we live together. So yeah. Cool. I want to talk more about that after.
2: Okay. Um but yeah. yeah. I'm super single and super happy. Right. Um, I think for a long time, I tr- if I met a guy, I'd just sort of dig my nails in and try to make him fall in love with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But to be honest, now I'm so busy, I don't really have time for it. Right. And, and I'm really happy on my own. Yeah. Honestly, my work keeps me busy. I've got my best friends to to give me the love and affection, the company that I need. Yeah. Me. The only thing I need a man for is is, is his penis and his money.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I feel you on that. Dang it, Mia, you just took all my answers. Hey, what about your nice boy, though? Yes, I have a couple of them. You have a couple of of nice boys? Yes, you have to have them. One's a good cuddler, one's a good pounder. (laughs) But as long as they all have
0: good money, that's, you know? Right, so it's still work-related? Okay. Well but no outside Actually of... that's not true. It's okay. not all work
3: related. Right. I do have a couple that I you know, there's they still take care of me. Yeah. But yeah. She's I don't... just saying that so that the
4: ones who <laughs> Stop it I was trying to save it, okay, it was I'm working. Not gonna finish that
3: sentence. Sorry. I love you guys. I really do. <laughs> My number one, <laughs> and you,
0: Courtney. We know we know you're on the prowl for a daddy. Yeah,
4: but like I am, like I am engaged to uh, a stripper because that seems to be my type. But we are poly, so okay. Also on the prowl,
0: <laughs> and are each of you primarily attracted to cis males or?
1: Uh, it changes for me. It changes. Like, yeah, like uh, I've always been like bi, but yeah, like the like I don't know, like. My like preference between like male and female like changes a lot. Like right now I'm like more into girls, so yeah. Cool.
2: Mia? I'm all about the dick. I was <laughs> just gonna say I was all like I knew you were gonna say dick. that. Like I will I don't mind fucking a girl if it's if again for the Gaper pain. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Whatever, but, for the art. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I mean We're clearly all it's... in this for the art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: exactly.
0: Well, there is. I mean, do you feel though that there is this, there's a there is a there is a creativity in what you do? Yes. Isn't yeah. there, yes. or not, or you don't so. feel that way? How do you each feel about your work?
1: I've tried. I've like You're tried. Really this, yeah, I've like tried to make like weird porn as much yeah. as I can, just because I want to like have fun doing it. So, right. Yeah. So it's like lots of different themes, lots of different like ideas behind the scenes and right. stuff.
0: Right. Well, and you mentioned just a moment ago um, that all of your. Your videos are filmed by Mistress Murmur.
1: Yeah, and yeah. we like share all the same fetishes and like kinks, and like we both have like similar creative ideas, so it works really so well. So it's together. a good vibe. So, so you're better. not so like yeah, really you're good, not really good.
0: You're not doing this on your own. There's like a collaboration happening.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's like a team effort. And, like, right. We like market the stuff together. We edit the stuff together. That's like, so great. That's
0: that must take a lot of pressure yeah. off. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It makes it's, it. It's made it like fun. Much yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And Mia. How do you sort of like your creative process? How you how you look at your work? Is it really just the bottom line, or is <sighs> is there a creative process for you?
2: I mean, in the UK, it's very hard to find performers to work with. So I do a lot of like um, amateur stuff with like guys off off find folk sites. I'll stick my mask on, so it's difficult to do big productions, because a lot of guys don't want to do right. in front of a cameraman, so it's a lot of stuff set up on a tripod. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, I, f- I find that guys don't really care anyway. Right. As long <laughs> as, as you've got like, so a dick coming in and out of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you've got a cute outfit on. Right. Um, and you look good. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to be creative.
0: If you could do the, the video that you want to do budget is not an issue, you have all the the tech needed to execute your vision, what would be your sort of dream video to create?
2: I mean, I really want to do a gangbang. That's not that original <laughs> <Yeah>. operated, <laughs> yeah. but that's like, that's my... The goal that I'm trying to work at this okay. year. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I hope it happens. That <laughs> to kink.com public display <laughs> stuff,
4: like, I've always wanted to see a trans girl do one of those, and that's, like, one of my goals, do a scenes like that. Yeah. Then,
1: or we just do yeah. um. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, is, like, every time
4: there's a company that, at like, one of your uncle's person, parties doesn't want to shoot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, who doesn't want to, like, uh, shoot that content with you, you can just steal their fucking idea. <laughs> yeah. And do it with trannies instead. Yeah
0: right and how has um so you're obviously all on many vids you all have your profiles um what has that sort of opened up for you
1: in your work and and even in your life it's been like my main source of income for the last like year and a bit so top three i (laughs) saw (laughs) that congratulate can we take a moment and congratulate i mean that's a major achievement like i think it has helped by me starting like before the transaction had really like picked up kind of thing Mm -hmm. so it's like there were only like a few of us doing it when I started. So yeah, that was really helpful. And um yeah, it's basically just been like most of my videos have been for many so far. Like I've worked with studios as well, but more just like as promotion for my um Okay. New vids. Actually I shouldn't say that, like Greedy has been really helpful for me as well. Like Greedy are good. Yeah, Yay. they like kind of like launched like stuff for me in a big way. So cool.
0: Yeah. And Mia for you?
2: Um okay, so I um I love MiniBids. They're a really good company. I feel like they they try to look after the models mm-hmm. as best as they can. Yeah. Um but for me what I use many bits for, um I have a solo website, which I only allowed streaming through. So if someone joins my website, they can stream as many movies as they want, but they can't download them. Mm-hmm. If they like a particular scene, they can go to my MiniBits and download it and from there. Okay. Yeah, for key. Okay,
3: cool. Yeah. Good to know. That's yeah. exactly what I do too. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good site You want to buy it? Go to the mini bits. Yeah, it's been selling like crazy lately, though. It's What's awesome. your best-selling video? Taking polls actually. We're taking <laughs> polls. Jackie Blue and Natalie Chen. That's been pretty good. And Soldier Boy too.
0: And what happens in Soldier Boy? <gasps> no, Soldier Boy is a performer. He's,
3: yeah. yeah, he's he. Wait, he hi, Soldier Boy. Soulja he Boy.
0: did a video with you? No,
4: yeah. no, no. It's not a porn not, actor named. Soulja oh, Boy. okay. Because there's not also the
0: like a rapper, oh not right? Not a rapper. Okay.
3: <laughs> Soldier Boy, he's 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 awesome. Okay, so that's another one of your best selling. Yes, he's good. Okay,
0: good mm-hmm. to know. Good to know.
3: Hi, Soldier Boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Courtney, what's sort of your approach to many vids and?
4: Um I started with camming like I mentioned before. Um and just from camming like people were always like, "Hey, let's do content trades, whatever else." And then I started working with Groovy, pretty standard like progression of events, I think. Um and yeah, once I started doing content trades, made a many vids, realized I was getting sales there, started making yeah. more solo vids. And basically since camming still is a large portion of what I do, like Essentially, once I find an idea on cam that works really well and people really like it, I'll just record that show, Right. and then people can go see it. Sometimes that shoots me in my own foot though, because then people (laughs) aren't interested in seeing that as a fucking cam show anymore. So So Mm -hmm.
0: you gotta gotta keep it fresh. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, take a second, sorry, to just pick up Gruber.
2: I know we're doing like a Many of Its thing, and we love Many of Its too, but Grube, I don't know about the rest of the girls. They don't. They've made
1: my career. Yeah. I think, the, especially for us being like in Brits, the UK, like they're like the only studio work available really in the UK. And same yeah. with Canada. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank
3: you, Stephen. Yeah, thank you, Stephen. Good yeah. to know.
0: We're learning.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and I think many of it's and groupie are partnering up for. for yeah, this NPS. seems to be getting yes. on well. Yes. Which is a good
3: That's thing. Yeah, cool.
0: I also just want to take this moment for everyone that's listening. Do not forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating Yay. and let us know what you're thinking. We love hearing it from loops.
3: you. Oh? <laughs> just you.
1: That was the first time we've been
0: flashed. <laughs> yes, this is a landmark <laughs> moment. I'm sorry, yeah. I had to do it. The oldest one,
3: right? <laughs> you can't trust Chinese. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! I feel like so honored to yeah. have been a part of this. Month. Now there's right. a reason for people to get the video. Exactly, and we just version got like too. a spike in viewers yeah. right now, which is amazing. We've got all those five star
4: reviews, all for Kristen's boobs. Yes.
0: Um, so who um, who's watching your videos? Who's your audience? Who are you targeting, or who's just finding you naturally? What do you? What's sort of your demographic?
1: Cis um. men. <laughs> Like, for me, it's a lot of sissies because, like, a lot of the stuff I make it's like, yeah, like, that kind of stuff. Like, sissy porn, bimbo porn, like, ramification right. porn. So I think a lot of my fans are, like, guys who like the idea of being the girl in the situation okay. or, like, trans girls who, like, haven't come out yet. Right. So, yeah, there's a lot of that. And then also that I make, like, more, like, mainstream stuff for me, just, like, getting, like, fucked by a hot dude. And then it's, like, I guess, like, anyone can be into that.
3: Yeah.
2: So, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know who's buying my videos. But as far as, like, escorting goes, it's everyone from that end to that end, you know? I mean, it can be, like, a an 18-year-old student or a 70-year-old retired whatever, lawyers, you know? Everyone. Everyone, everyone loves me. <laughs> <laughs> really popular. <laughs> we love you <laughs> too, Nia. <laughs> and are they mostly,
0: like, straight-identifying men? Um,
2: I mean, I don't ask them usually, but right. I be- I believe so. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's one true. of the girls was saying that they do have sex with some gay guys. Was it you? Yes, I
3: do. Sometimes. I still do. Yeah.
2: Right? I personally only seem to have sex with
1: guys who, who um, consider themselves straight yeah right. yeah a lot the of the time it's like have like yeah. only had sets of like cis girls before right and like you might be like their first trans girl yeah, right? yeah so it's like yeah they often like don't have like a gay background i think right
2: like they're not like there's a difference between sucking a guy's dick and sucking a girl's dick yeah i don't mm-hmm. think sucking a girl's dick makes you in any way gay or anything yeah. they're not attracted to the penis they're attracted to the the female it's attached to exactly yeah
3: yes exactly i definitely well, so want to I, talk about that
0: yeah
2: more. Every
4: but, time dudes are like, oh, you're my first trans girl, I'm like, mm. really? really? <laughs> <they suck it laughs> like,
3: you don't believe them? them? <laughs> yeah. Because they suck it like they're a professional. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's like, yeah. well, it's all rocket science. I've never <laughs> done this before. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a difference. It's like, geez. Yeah.
0: But I do, I am like, I do want to talk about that because I think it's something in terms of like the trans female experience that doesn't really get spoken a lot about is the stigma of straight men or the stigma that straight men feel or the shame that straight men feel when they are with a trans woman what is your I want to hear each of your takes on what that is why that is like why why is there so much shame for a man to be with a trans woman
1: I think like men have like a lot of um, a lot of stake with their masculinity like mm. the, they feel like there's a lot to lose if someone sees them doing something that's like not masculine and then like I guess, like, I know banging a tranny is still, like, considered, like, not a very masculine thing to do by a lot of the, the people they encounter. So, right. Yeah, so, that, like, I get it. Like, it's a lot of pressure on them. It, it doesn't make it, like, any less cowardly, but it's understandable. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. But in the same breath, I, believe, I think that we go through so much walking down the streets as we are in that. Uh-huh. So while I understand the struggles for straight men who are into transsexuals but are too scared to come out about it, really need to grow some balls. (laughs) You really do. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that's a big part of it. It's like... pussies. Everyone across the LGBTQ spectrum has had to grow up in often difficult circumstances. We are all bullied at some point in our lives. And it's something that straight cis men are generally exempt from. Mm. And they're... I think, terrified of that experience. Yeah, it's a lot to
1: take on though if they don't have to, I guess. Yeah. like it's still like cowardly and pathetic, but you can like see where they're coming from.
2: I I do get it, it must be hard. Society. But life's hard, right? Yeah.
0: (laughs) What's your experience with that?
3: I mean, it's just society. I just, I mean... (gasps) What can you say? Um, They all want to. It's just, like I said, it's society and... They're afraid to have that stigma that, you know, they're yeah. gay. You know, right. and they, like a lot of guys come over and they're like, I'm not gay. They try to reassure me that they're not. Do I look... Are you attracted to masculinity? Mm-hmm. No. Exactly. Are you attracted to femininity? Yes. Am I feminine? Yes. Well, then you're not gay. Yeah. Well said.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> That's it.
4: Um. Yeah. I find like every time I hear, like, and this is such a common thing hearing from trans girls, is like, oh my god, the guy that I'm seeing is finally introducing me to his friends. Right. Like, they, yeah. they, they put us in the closet a lot and it's just like,
1: I've seen guys that. use that as like a tool as well. Like, like if you like, let me do this, like, I invite you to like, my family's like, get oh yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, that's,
0: that's really a carrot? <laughs> yeah. That's intense. Yeah, no.
1: that's
4: like, emotional abuse. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I like, I just find it so frustrating. Um, but do you think that... F- I feel like a lot of them, they they make sort of, like, rules for themselves so yes. that they feel okay in exploring yes. certain things. Like, you know, there's guys that are, like, no kissing and just all these <laughs> other weird <laughs> rules that, for them in their mind, Icky allow them, them to be okay oh, yeah. with what they're so doing. Like, First, a guy who, yeah. like,
1: he were, um, who was okay, like with me sucking his dick, he was okay fucking me. But if I was going to fuck him, I had to use a strap on, even though like, I have, like, a dick. <laughs> it's just like, like, that would be the point that which it became gay for him. It's just... Really right, bad. exactly.
0: There's always this point <laughs> where it's like, that... I mean, I think straight men are just so scared of, like being tricked into homosexuality. Yeah. You know? And I think partly it's because they're very easily tricked. Uh, (laughs) But when they go deeper they
3: want to be tricked. (laughs) Those nasties.
0: I mean, but I think also like I just think what's sad though, and I think that Sasha you brought up a really good point of like sort of the burden of masculinity. Because for most people that's an illusion. It's not real. It's just this image that they're trying to uphold. And then it sort of becomes suffocating. Mm -hmm. And but I just I don't know, for me personally I think there's a point where that like kind of becomes sad. Yes. You know? That that denial of what you want and who you are. Yeah.
1: But like men are pretty sad. (laughs) <laughs> if there's any like straight we guys watching that,
2: we well, this can is all the thing that a lot of you. <laughs> okay, <love us>. in <laughs> each of no, your that's... estimation, no, what did.
0: is like the percentage? Because I feel like in in my legwork, I think it's like ninety percent of straight men are on some level attracted yes, to trans women. Exactly, personally, I'm not. I'm not conducting an official study. <laughs> yeah. But that's my take. And they're most like, re- mostly
3: Republicans.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Hello. Like, half the calls to my phone are from, like, Arabic numbers. Right. I'm sure they're not, like, running around, like, holding trans flags, like, in Saudi right. Arabia. But, like, there's definitely a lot of that, like, behind closed doors there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, and repre- more repressive cultures, yeah. I think, that... Yeah,
4: I think every straight or even just attracted to woman dude that's out there, yeah, uh, is gonna be into trans girls because like there's gonna be a trans girl you're into. Like we come in all different shapes and sizes, and most of us are really fucking hot, and we're all way better in anal than and deep throat. That's <laughs> that's all
3: um, we're the real mix- milkshake, right? <laughs> yeah, mm. exactly. It's like
4: <laughs> if, if the fact that that decides whether you're attracted to somebody is whether they're trans or not. Like that's just. That's not defining attraction. That's just bringing up your bigotry. Yeah.
0: That's so well said. Um but do you feel like ultimately the ideal would be sort of everyone letting go of these labels of male, female, gay, straight? No, cuz we'd never or... get paid if they did that. Okay. <laughs> if so, we got normalized,
1: we would not be making Okay, money. <laughs> that's really interesting. So, <laughs> that is true. do you all feel that way
3: or well, yeah.
1: I, I feel like for trans people like it really isn't just about the gender, right? Like Like, I think, like, probably for all of us, like, I know most trans people I've spoken to, it's more about just, like, your body and, like, if your body, like, doesn't look like the gender you feel. Like, Mm -hmm. if, like, you have, like, say you're a trans woman and you have, like, masculine features on your face, like, that just feels, like, inherently wrong. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, it's not about, like, putting on a dress necessarily. It's more about, like, just reshaping your body in a lot of ways.
4: I hate this whole, like, gender is over campaign. I saw mm. that at Forever 21 the other day. A shirt right. that said gender is over. And it's like, gender is really important to me. I want to be a girl. Like, I, that's, like, if I didn't want gender, I'd be NB or whatever yeah. else. But, like, I want gender. I feel I very, like, strongly identify with uh, the gender that we have designated feminine. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think this whole kind of, like, I think it's good to challenge gender and good to, like, press its boundaries. But I think this idea that we can reach a point where we've just eliminated gender entirely, one, is, like, not going to happen, and two, I think that can kind of backfire. And then, like, because I've definitely seen in queer and trans political communities, binary trans people, like, binary conforming trans people getting kind of shit on a little bit. Mm. Um, That's not to say that, like, non-binary people have it easier than binary I, trans people I feel like that's we kind of like we
1: undermine the argument that like gender is a social construct because right. like evidently yeah. it's like inherent mm-hmm. to us. Like it's like it's like fucked up for us. Like our, our like inner perception doesn't match our uh, like outer appearance. But like yeah, like we, we have this like implicit feeling of how our body should be and it's yeah. not related to like makeup and clothes necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's more this like our bodies are wrong. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: And that's what TERFs bring up all the time, too. It's They're, horrible. like, wanting to do the, mm.
1: like, gender's a social
4: contract. So if it's a mm, con- yeah. social construct, how could you ever even be trans? Mm. Um, right. And, like, yeah, and th- I think kind of the Judith Butler model of, of gender studies mm-hmm. often brings up uh, a lot more intricacies than most people want to get into in terms of what is an gender and what isn't. Yeah. Um, Probably out of the realm of this podcast. Bye. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, so every week, every episode, we have a hot topic.
2: Oh. Hot topic. Yeah.
0: We've kind of touched on it already, but I kind of want to take it in a different direction. Um, but, of course, before every episode, like, I get the names of who we're going to be meeting. And, like, you know, I do a little searching. And, like, I've Google. checked out your Twitter. <laughs> and you're all super fun. And I think it was on your Twitter, Courtney, you posted um, this really interesting Reddit post that I think kind of oh, went that. viral. Was so cute. <laughs> which was so sweet. And basically what it was, was this 17-year-old-ish high school boy, cis boy, um, who is really interested in this trans girl that at, that's at his school, and he has a crush on her, and he doesn't know how to approach her, and he's scared because if he does, you know, sort of allow his feelings for this girl to be public, that he's going to be ridiculed so or cute. shamed. Yeah. Like, I'm filling up a little I bit. I know, so it's model. really yeah. sweet. And you, should, should, read it you should all read it. Because it'll make you cry. It's so <laughs> You should all read it. Because it's just this kid who is in love with this other kid and just wants to be with them. But, the but then sides. there's all of these sort of issues they and complications. not in the way, right? Exactly. But it's... so to sort of like... Don't be sorry. <laughs> so to sort of like take this discussion of like stigma in another direction, for kids like this guy and, and all the other kids that are, I'm sure, feeling very similar feelings, how do we or especially how do each of you as cam girls and stars within this industry... How do you sort of cultivate a positive feeling around that experience? like how do we destigmatize this for straight guys, or just any person who wants to be with a trans person that feels this sort of shame or reluctance because of what that comes with
2: i think I think we all need to realize that we're now in two thousand and eighteen and things just aren't as black as white, black and white as you're straight, you're gay or whatever like there's There's so many different, everyone's so different in the world now. And I feel like a lot of people just need to mind your own business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Personally.
3: Love is love. Yeah.
2: (laughs)
0: It really is that simple.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Why does it matter? Yeah. It's not your, sorry.
4: (laughs) I think that just like one of us, just one trans girl out there needs to just start fucking some like, uh, (laughs) like male, like, what? like male role model type. like right. I'll do like, it. Yeah, <laughs> sign me up. Like, I'll no, do me it. Me and Ryan Gosling will start banging, and once yeah. that's it, it'll become normalized, and well, we're all good. <laughs>
0: I felt that way for a while. Like, yeah. I think there needs to be, like, a male role model or just a major male celebrity <laughs> who's, like, respected in their industry. There are,
1: like, rumors about Jamie Clayton and Keanu Reeves, right? Like, that would have oh, been amazing. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know if it, like, was anything, but, like, that was that would be, like, the perfect situation. Like, right. a really high-profile, cool guy. Like, exactly. Like
0: and where there is no shame. So yeah. where this where this man, like, brings his trans girlfriend on the red carpet and they're just like any I other. Care, I yeah. I mean, <laughs> Do you think that's going to happen yeah. soon?
2: Fingers <laughs> crossed it, but really nice. No.
0: Who would each be your ideal? So if you had to be the girl that sort of like is going to become, is going to be thrown into the spotlight um, because you're the girlfriend of some like major male celebrity, and this is sort of something that gets the conversation going, who would be your ideal celebrity Tom match? Selleck. Tom Selleck. Oh, you are <laughs> such
4: a mom. <laughs> I love Tom Selleck. I've always
3: That is him. so funny. He's a Republican. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I'll take his money, too. <laughs> yeah.
0: He probably doesn't have that much left anymore. Oh, I mean... I don't know. I'll go That's next. a very interesting choice. I'll
3: still riding in his old Ferrari.
4: <laughs> I think... Can we take married people? Yeah, why like, not? Stare, we're yeah, Ruin yeah, a marriage in anyway, the process. We always yeah. do. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I think... I think my good one would be David Beckham, just because he has that disapproving dad thing. We've been talking about that. My thing is very disapproving dad types. Okay, disapproving
0: specifically, not just dad. That's not enough. There has to be a disapproving element. Yeah, and And tattoos. Yeah, and the tattoos helps too. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. And Sasha? Uh, Male or female, by the way. Oh, okay. That might change it a bit. Like, female, (laughs) like, I love you, Landy from the Antford. I think she's just, like, the coolest person ever. Yeah. Uh, but like for guy, I was gonna say like Viggo Mortensen. is just like one of the coolest like people I've ever like seen. So yeah. yeah. Do you? So th- Mia, he gives me your those pick. vibes
4: that he might be a bottom. I don't know, but he like,
1: <laughs> like he just like, I don't know. He does loads of cool shit. Like yeah, he like exactly. rides horses and like it's like a swordsman or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. He's just like Aww. like he speaks to like my like inner nerd. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm really not fussing. <laughs> I'm
0: not. I'm I'll take it, it at any. This point of them. I'll be
2: honest. If you've been on TV like in the last ten years, <laughs> hit me up. Like, uh, <laughs> I feel but, no, no. Come but, on. Um, I've been watching a lot of Game of Thrones recently. You know, in the first season, the yeah, really, Sean Bean, the guy who gets with the dragon lady.
1: Oh, oh my God! Yeah, um, it's like a how right? A bear yeah, guy. Yeah, He's okay. Own.
2: He's super hot.
1: And
0: is that generally your type? Type of guy, a um, barbarian.
2: Yeah, I want yes. someone to like
1: fuck me. This. <laughs> she, she sent me this some charming. pictures of her dick appointments next week. All and of the I'm men were yeah, jealous. <laughs> the three hundred men, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're into that like beast vibe.
4: Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: let's be careful with the word beast. Okay, <laughs> right. but,
2: but yeah, like man man a man
0: man so we're winding down already which is crazy this time has just flown by but oh, really? I know we only have five minutes left <gasps> but so I really want to use this time this last five minutes um, to give you each the chance just because first of all I think it's so wonderful that we've been able to have this conversation because I do think the majority of people listening right now are cis straight men. You just mean like so, bashing I them. I, know, I know, we're not bashing them. <laughs> um, but I think that I we're talking them. about things that they're not really used to hearing about, yeah. which I think is so important yeah. and so amazing. But, so I want to give you each the chance. Um, if there's something that you want to share about the trans experience or your trans experience specifically that you sort of would want these guys to know or anyone listening, that you'd want to know that they
1: might not already know. I guess just like, it might be a basic point and maybe like insulting to some people but like for some people maybe they need to hear it that we're just like people like them yeah. like we have our like own lives like like just, just as complex and like have as much going on as them and it's just like they might only see this like sexualized persona because it's like that's that's like what we're here for with, with the videos and the porn and everything but yeah there's just like no need to like think that we're not actually people mm-hmm.
0: yes. perfectly said Mia
2: um Okay, so I mean being trans is is so, so, so difficult, it really is, there's so many hardships for us all, I like the fact that the four of us since we're here have turned it into an empowering thing um, where we're making a a living and making money out of something that could be looked at as as a negative sometimes Mm -hmm. so I just love all, all those strong beautiful trans girls Amazing, and I feel like you should all respect us. Yes. Yeah. Respect.
0: respect. Yeah. Say it again.
3: We deserve respect. Unless you're yes. paying us. So you can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Just I mean, for please, an hour at a time.
4: Uh, unless I'm calling you daddy, in which case, please disrespect me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> then, when it's
3: ahead. over, it's yeah. over. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: and Courtney, is there anything that you wanted to add?
4: To, to say to cis dudes who are listening to Yeah, this.
0: I mean like or just Anyone. cis people in general who just aren't familiar with what this what it means to be trans what the experience is.
4: Yeah, trans girls are way better at anal and deep throat
2: than you know <laughs> right yeah. are so like Here, here. here. Watch out bitches.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I approve this message. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, well, this was so wonderful Aww. and thank you each for sharing your stories and your experiences and your thoughts so candidly and honestly, I hope you had a good time. Yeah.
2: I want to stay for another hour. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I want to say. (laughs) We'll say it now. I love
0: you. You're sure you don't? So where can everyone find you quickly?
1: Uh, Like my many vids. Like social media, many vids, all of it. I like SashdaSard or like SashdaSard with underscores on most sites. So yeah, like FetLife, Instagram, Twitter, many vids. Okay.
3: Uh,
2: Mia underscore Mafia on Twitter, Instagram and Snapchat. XXX,
4: and that's mafia with two f's right? yeah double f
3: yes my, I'll, I'll do it easy google posting craves <laughs> and you'll find everything oh my god yeah <laughs> some
0: surprises too <laughs> maybe I feel like we we need your book because I'm write there's so now. much Does lurking it? that we didn't get to
4: <laughs> I know <laughs> um and you can find me at Courtney Demi Loon pretty much everywhere Courtney with an I and then Demi Loon is in Half Moon.
0: Amazing. Well, again, yeah. thank you all so much. You're thank all you so beautiful you. and thank wonderful you. and like intelligent. Enterprise. And we love you. And we love all of you listening. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and we love many vids. Yes, many we love bits. many vids. Thank you, many bits. And Don't forget to subscribe <laughs> on Sub- iTunes. Leave us that five star rating. Leave us a review. We want to know How's what you're that? thinking. <laughs> yes, doesn't that deserve five stars? Come on. And we will see you back here next week. We're basically at The Loft every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And we'll see you back here really soon. Bye, everyone.
3: Bye. 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 Thank you. (laughs)